Love is the answer, and love is the key. But how can I love you if I can't love me? Now, that's what we're going to be talking about today on my podcast. My name is Santi, obviously, from Santi Sanctuary. Um, Now, today we're going to be talking about self-love, especially in the time of Valentine's and just in February in general, where a lot of people are just very focused on relationships and the aspects of having a significant other, of having a boyfriend, having a girlfriend, or a husband and a wife, or just wanting to ask out that cute guy from work, or remembering and texting that cute girl that you want to have been out with for a while, you know? And it's good to have these interpersonal relationships. It's great to be in love, but why do we always put so much emphasis on everyone else? And why do you put all that work into someone, but you can't seem to ever do that to yourself in the regards that not just relationship-wise, but in a friendship, you would never let your friend drink and drive or do something stupid that could get them in trouble. You would never let a friend go through a rough breakup alone. But in the same regard, would you let yourself go through any of that? Now, for some of us, it'd be an obvious no. Oh, I, I'm not going to do hard drugs. I'm not going to drink and drive. But when it comes to more emotional things, do you let yourself go through a breakup? And do you blame yourself over everything that happened? Do you look back and wish and just plead to some higher being that you could have changed what happened? Many of us do, myself included. And I think that as a society, just as people in general, we need to just correct that. We need to fix that mindset where it's always about the other person and never about yourself. Because at the end of the day, when you're laying down, about to go to sleep, you're talking to yourself. No one's there to talk to your thoughts for you. It's you. That's it. It's you. It's you and you. You're talking to yourself. You are having an inner monologue about the events that occurred that day or events that are troubling you deeply. Now, you have to have a concept of what love is before you can even begin to understand how to improve your self-image or your self-love. Now, in the English language, love means uh, empathetically to have a higher care about someone else's needs and wants than your own. Uh, For example, if you're out with your girlfriend and, ooh, it's mighty chilly outside, you're going to give her your jacket. That's love. Um, if you're out with your mom walking and you don't want her to carry something and you carry it for her, that's love. If you're out with a friend and they're getting in the middle of a fight with some other guys or whatever and you stand up for them, that's love. Now, there's also things that you can confuse for love that you think feel the same, but in reality is just you being selfish most of the time, like great sexual desire When you think that you're just, oh, I'm so in love with this person, I want to be with them, that's not love. That is lust. Or you let someone do something stupid because you don't want to correct that. Like a parent letting their kid slip in school or like letting a kid go out on the streets and do whatever and not correct their behavior. That's not love. That's tolerance, which isn't a good tolerance. But a parent that loved their kid is going to want their well-being first before anything. A parent that loves their kid isn't going to let them go out on the streets and do crack, you know what I'm saying? And that's the difference between love and what isn't love. So in love, there's also a lot of aspects, and one of them, for self-love anyway, is your ego. Your ego 
simplified is just the way you feel about yourself, the way you value or think about yourself. Having a high ego is terrible. As you know, being cocky, prestigious, like thinking you're the best at everything sucks. And on the other side, thinking you're the worst of the worst and that nothing goes your way and that you just suck at everything is also not good. So how do we reach the middle? To reach the middle, you have to figure out your values. You have to know what your ego is. And it's comprised of <clears throat> actions and beliefs. Mainly, looking introspectively to your past to figure out who you are. Now, this is called a do-think dichotomy, where you do something, you have an action, you commit an action, and then you think something in that regard. So I do, for example, I am in a four-year-long relationship with this girl I met ever since high school. So I think that I am a caring person. I do, an example, I wake up in the morning, I make my bed, I get ready for school or work or whatever it is, I brush my teeth, I make breakfast, I have everything ready to go for the day. I think I am responsible. I do go to class, get all my work done, pay attention, you know, the everything. So I think that I'm a good student. And this is how most people will argue and rationalize any action or anything that they do or think most of the time. Now, if you have like uh, schizophrenia or like some serious mental disorder, then it's going to be a little different. But I'm assuming that most people don't. Uh, if you are like listening to this, um, cool. But at most of the time, I'm pretty sure that you're not going to have any serious type of mental disorder in that. So you're going to think pretty much like everyone else. Now, the problem here lies when you don't value your own actions in the past or when you make poor decisions knowing that they're poor decisions. So you do go out the day before you have work and you get drunk and you think that you're a bad employee or you're a bad person because of so. You were in a four-year-long relationship and something happened and it may not be your fault but you think that you can no longer be trusted you think that you're not worthy of that love and that's what most people typically feel and you just kind of have to step back sometimes and understand that you need to make yourself happy you need to be healthy because if you can't make yourself happy if you can't care for yourself how will you ever do that for anyone else? How are you going to take care of your significant other if you can't take care of yourself? How are you going to help your friends out with what they're going through if you can't conquer your own demons? Now, not to say that you should completely blow off any person that helps you or that you haven't interacted with just because you know, you're struggling. And on the outside, if you see someone struggling, then of course you should help them. You couldn't become cold to the world just because you think that you don't love yourself. But... You have to have a reservoir of love. You have to be able to, let's let's put it in simple terms, imagine yourself as a battery. Now, batteries, they hold energy and then expend them as needed. In that same kind of idea, you need to have love completely, 100%. You have to have love in yourself, metaphorically, to give to someone else. Because, let's say... Okay, metaphorically, you're sitting at 50% love. 
instead of giving another person your 100%, your full love and your full dedication, you're going to give them that 25. You're going to give them that 10 and you're going to keep some for yourself every now and then. But what if you're only at 50 and you give them everything? You give them your 50. Not only are you missing out on another 50, you now no longer have any love for yourself and you just get worse and worse. And slowly that love reservoir will go down and down and down until you're standing back and you're wondering, wow, where did everyone go? Why don't I have a girlfriend? Why don't I have any friends? Why does no one talk to me? Why? That's why. Because you didn't care for yourself and it need you just unable to care for anyone else. And the best way to fill up that reservoir 90% of the time is just to look into your values. What is it that you as a person value? What do you believe in? Do you value your car or money? I'm sure you do. But do you also value your dreams, your ideals, the person that you want to be, who you've been before? Do you value the work that you put in to be a better person? Some people do, but a lot of people don't, sadly. And that's something that we all need to do. You need to put in work to make yourself better. Because anyone can sit back and say, Ah, oh, man, I wish I could, uh, I wish I could be happier. Ah, oh, man, I wish I could do this. Ah, oh, man, I wish I could do that. And you can. You're damn right. You can. But why won't you? Because you like the motivation and you like the effort because you're afraid. That's where most of self-love issues come from. You're afraid. You're afraid of being hurt and you're afraid of this and you're afraid of that. And so you build a wall around yourself. You build a wall around your emotions to protect yourself from everything that's going on. And then you suddenly cannot reach out to anyone. You can't reach out to the people that you thought you were closest to. Mainly because now when you try to assist them in anything they do, you're going to be focused on yourself. And on the other hand, when they try to help you, you're still just focused on the way you feel and what you think. And you're going to block them out entirely, right? And also entertaining that idea, anyone who loves themselves will choose their relationships smartly. Smartly. Huh. Real smart of me to use a wrong word, right? Anyone who loves themselves will not entertain malicious or bad crowds for validation. You know what I mean. Those people around that you know aren't up to any good, that you know are doing the wrong thing. If you had self-love, and as you should... You're not going to entertain them. You're not going to follow them. You're not going to be a sheep. And on the other hand, if you're one of the people that are trying to get people to follow you, to do bad things with you, to make poor decisions with you, then you have to take a step back and look at yourself and think, what the hell am I doing? Why? Why do I want to ruin someone else's life? Why do I want to ruin my own life for something so simple? Because anyone who loves you and anyone who respects you isn't going to want to let you do that. And that's why to have self-love, you need to surround yourself and those who love you. You can't ever better yourself in an environment that is not fit for growth. Now, a mindset that you have to keep is that you can do anything you put your mind to. Cliché, right? But you can. It is literally called a growth mindset because you believe in your soul, in your core, that you can do anything that you put time and effort to, which is true. 
Some people believe in a fixed mindset or, you know, think in a fixed mindset, which is that talent is everything. That if you're not born into something, you can't do something right off the bat, then it's not worth doing, you can't do it. Now, the interesting thing is that a fixed mindset is what most people start off with, but a growth mindset can be taught to anyone at any stage of life. And that's what you have to get into. Before you learn to love yourself, you have to learn how to grow. How do you better yourself? Well, start off there. Start off with thinking, man, I might suck at guitar one day, but if you put in the practice, if you put in the work, then one day, hell, you might just be the next, like, rock star, you know? Or, man, I just, I love singing, but it's not that good. Now, if you put in that work, you put in some effort, you really, really dedicate yourself to it, you might just be the next Shawn Mendes or Ariana Grande, you know? But if you're in a fixed mindset, what's going to happen is you're going to try these things or something that you're interested in, and you're going to be criticized, as many people are, as everyone does, because we are critical of ourselves and others. That is the human nature, is to be critical. So if you let that get to you, if you take that personally... You're never going to grow. You're never going to love yourself to your full ability, to your full potential, because you're so worried and you're so scared about what everyone else thinks. And you shouldn't. Why? Why do you let someone dictate your own life? You are the force of your own destiny. You are who you are because of what you do and what you think. And no one can ever take that away from you. You will always be a product of your actions, good or bad, and they may be forgiven if they are bad. They may be praised if they are good. But they are who you are. They are what you are. That is why you treat others well and not yourself. That is why you hang out with bad crowds if you have such a low self-image. Because you want validation. You want to be needed. You want to be loved and accepted. But in most of these crowds, you're just treated as a commodity. You're treated as an option in places that you shouldn't be to begin with. But you put yourself in these situations. And you need to learn how to get yourself out. Best way of doing this is simply value yourself. Put into motion an idea that you are going to better yourself today. Not tomorrow, not in a few hours, not in a week, today. From this point on, you make a mental effort to better yourself day by day. It doesn't matter if you do anything immediately you have to start inside your own head because you hear yourself talk constantly to yourself that is an inner monologue that is what people do mostly and if you don't you're weird but everyone does that right so what do you do to get yourself out of these situations how do you grow because i've been telling you grow grow value yourself what do you do the first thing that you have to do is put emphasis in your environment. You cannot grow in an environment that is not suited for growth. The second thing is, after you've put yourself in a good environment, surrounded yourself with people who want to love you, who want to help you, who want to see you happy, you have to start being happy yourself. It's very easy to say you love yourself, but you don't in the same regard that it's very easy to put on a smile and be happy for all your friends but on the inside you might not be you might not be happy you might be having a terrible day and you just don't want to show it a lot of people do that myself included i do that constantly which is a an issue that i understand and i'm working on it and you should too
find your happiness. What is your happiness? Well, duh, anything that makes you happy. That might be, I don't know, literally anything that makes you happy. That might be playing guitar. That might be playing piano. That might be doing anything musical. That might be talking to people. That might be going on walks, exercising, just having a day in by yourself. Maybe that's watching TV after a long, stressful day of work or school. But you have to find your happiness day by day. You have to remember the small moments, especially when you get inside your own head, when you're thinking just, oh, man, God, I just, today sucks. You wake up in the morning and you just get out of bed and you're like, why is my bed so tall? You know, you're just angry at everything. You get into the shower and you're like, why is this water so wet? You know, those stupid, silly things that just set you off for no reason. You're on your way to work. You're driving on your way to school and you're like, why is this road so long? Why is the sky so blue? Why is my seat so rough? Just the stupid things that literally would never get to you somehow all become problems. So you're sitting at your desk, you're sitting at your workplace or at your school, and you're there, you're like, man, today just sucks. Today blows. I don't want to do anything today. I want to go back in bed, and you just want to lie down. But you don't, because you have responsibilities and you want to fulfill them, which is good on you, because that's already an effort into making yourself better. That's a step in the right direction. But as you're sitting there, you see a group of your friends walk by, or you're talking to a group of your friends that you're near. And one of them is something stupid, you know, just not necessarily like stupid in the regard that it is literally stupid, but stupid in the regard you're like, oh, haha, very funny, you know, but it is, it's just kind of funny. Everyone's sitting there laughing and you might just be like, haha, that was kind of funny. And then you go back and you're like, man, this desk is so tall. These papers are too big. These water is too watery, anything, right? And then you go back home and you think you're sitting not necessarily by yourself, but you're sitting there, you're thinking to yourself, maybe on your way back to work, maybe you're on your way back to work, on your way back home, and you're there and you're like, man, what those guys said back there was pretty dumb, huh? That was pretty funny, huh? And then you're just in your awful mood. But there you go. You found your happiness for that day. It might not be much. It might just be your friend making some stupid joke that made you laugh for three seconds that made you feel included in the group, but you found your own happiness. You found something that makes you happy. And that's just on a physical level. Many of us are spiritual. Some people are not, but many are spiritual. You find answers. You want find happiness in a God, not necessarily God, you know, of the Abrahamic faiths, but a God, a higher power. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or if you believe in Allah or if you believe in a flying spaghetti monster, you believe in something and that brings you solace because you'll never be alone. And if you don't think that way, if you don't, you know, think that there's a higher being out there, then that's just one of your things that isn't happiness, you know? It doesn't have to be, not for everyone, but you still have happinesses in your life that make you feel that you're not alone, because you aren't. In reality, you will always have someone be there for you, even if you're like, oh man, nobody cares, nobody ever asked me out. You need to put yourself in people that want to do that for you. If you don't, change but you're never alone never there's always resources and there's people you can talk to if you're feeling this type of way and you'll never be alone if you surround yourself in a healthy environment with healthy people another way to make yourself happier progressively is just to stop taking things personally why do you always take criticism personally well obviously because some of us are more emotional than others but just stop taking it so personally 
you know? If you're bad at something, accept it. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to play it off as if it was some accident or just, you're bad. Get over it. Get better. That's it. All you have to do, all you, you don't have to prove anything to anyone. You have to prove something to yourself. And that is to get better, to be better at whatever it is that you want to do. And slowly, very slowly, but surely, you'll be happier. You'll start off this week, man, I can only walk half a mile. But by the end of the year, you've kept working at it, and you're like, look at that. I can run for six, which is insane, seeing where you started. And you never thought you'd put yourself in that position, but you did, because you love yourself. That's self-love. You've had that motivation, and you did. You loved yourself. And one of the biggest things to love yourself, the biggest tips, I could say, in the whole environment situation is that you have to just choose who and who isn't going to help you. Make someone accountable for yourself. Now, you have to account for yourself, obviously, but sometimes, you know, you just get lazy, you talk to yourself, and you can you make excuses. And that's one of the stupidest things because everyone always makes excuses. And the biggest thing you have to understand is that excuses are lies. You don't have enough time. That's a lie. You can make time. You say, oh, man, I work and then I have I go home and then I have to do something. You have to do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, man, I have school and then I have sports and then I have homework. But if you had just gone to bed a little earlier and woken up a little earlier, you would have had about half an hour to an hour that you could have worked out, that you could have done something. You could have honed your skills. So that's a lie. You have the time. Oh, I don't have the motivation. That's a lie. You might not have intrinsic motivation, but you know what? If you've put yourself in a correct situation, you're going to have those people that push you. You're going to have someone who holds you accountable. You're going to have someone that won't let you give up, that'll let you get those final papers done, that'll make sure that you're getting enough food, that you make sure you're drinking enough water, that make sure you're taking care of yourself. So don't say that you don't have the motivation because you do. Even if it's not in yourself, there will always be someone to motivate you. There's no reason to excuse yourself for being poor when you could do better, when you could be a better person at the end of the day. And you don't. All you're doing is letting yourself down. You are the one that suffers the consequences of whatever it is you do at the end of the day because you are going to have to deal with that for the rest of your life. You are going to look back in those moments and you're going to think, damn, I could have done better. Damn, I could have tried harder. I could have fixed things. And on the other side of that same reasoning, you might think too hard into the past and you think, man, I could have made things better, but you really couldn't have. And that's because you, in that moment, had been around people that wouldn't let things better wouldn't let things be better you wouldn't let things get better and that's why you couldn't love yourself but now you've worked on it you've stopped making excuses for yourself you're being a better person you put yourself in a good environment but you're still not happy you just can't seem to find the little happinesses and even when you do they're just not enough they build slowly but it's just ah man you know there's nothing of value in my life but there is your life that's it. You have to value your life. You're breathing right now. You're breathing unless you're holding your breath, in which case it's been like 23 minutes. You better call the cops because, you know, you're going to die. But 
you're breathing right now. You're living. You're blinking. Your heart is beating in your chest. Your lungs are expanding. And you're breathing. You're alive. Do you know how hard that is? Do you know how much energy it takes to keep someone alive constantly for the years and years and years that you might or might not be alive? But until the point that you aren't alive anymore, you are alive. And that is something you have to value. The chances of you being alive are so, 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 so slim when you really think about it. Because if you believe in a god, then people were made. If you believe in science or somewhere in the mix, whatever you believe in, people were made. And from those people, you might have evolved from someone. They might have come from a higher power or whatever it is. But the chances of two random people meeting and then having intercourse, right? And then that sperm and that egg, specifically those two combining to make you, are so astronomically small that if you're not putting worth into the fact that you're alive, then you really can't put worth into anything else. You're breathing. Take pride in that you're alive. Take pride in the things you do. And if there's nothing that you're good at, if you just can't think of a talent, we better find one because everyone has hobbies. Man, I might not be good at guitar, but I'm real good at running. Or man, I might not be the smartest in this subject, but I'm real good at another. Take pride in your successes. Don't just take, don't take, okay, don't take too much pride. Don't be like, man, I am Einstein. Don't do that because you know what? No, you're not. You might be, but no, you're not. Because let's be honest, if you're some astrophysicist, you're watching a podcast, uh, watching, if you're listening to a podcast made by a high schooler, then uh, I think you might need to do some soul searching. But what exactly are you doing by not putting pride into what you do? Why, why do anything if you're not going to take pride in it? Why would you, literally, why would you do anything? Because if you're not going to take the effort and pride, you're not going to have the pride in what you do, then there's no point in doing it. There's no point in getting out of bed in the morning if you're not going to be proud that, oh shit, I got out of bed, I went to work, I did this, I got money, I went to school, and I accomplished what I had to do for the day. If you're not taking pride into any of that, then at that point, you need to literally just find what you're doing wrong because there's something you're doing wrong. And in that same regard, you know... It's hard sometimes. It's real hard to think of yourself highly. And you have to have someone that can do it for you. Not necessarily that gushes over you. And that's why people put emphasis in relationships. Because it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm so ugly. And somebody to respond, no, you're not. You're so pretty. You're so beautiful. Or, oh, man, I'm so weak. And somebody to respond, oh, you're so strong. You're stronger than me. You're so much better than me. Because you find that validation in others and not in yourself. But why? Why let someone else have to do that to you when you could easily do it to yourself and put yourself in a better position to help them or help yourself, really? And that's where everything kind of comes to a close, where when you get happier, when you realize what exactly you're doing to sabotage yourself and you fix it one day, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in a week or in a year or in a month, you're going to wake up and you're going to be, man, who was that person? that I was two months ago? Who was that guy that I was last year? That's not me. 
you think of how downtrodden you were, you think of how you focused on all your mistakes, you think of all your sadnesses, and then you wake up and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> like, wh- why was I caught up on that for so long? Why did I let myself be upset over something so trivial? And you know what? Because you were at that time not loving yourself, but now that you do, you're in such a better position to make good choices in life, to make healthy choices in life. So just remember that whenever you're thinking that everything sucks and that everything's dark and that you can't seem to love yourself, you have to remember that there are people there for you. You will always have some resource, someone, something that'll support you, that'll hold you accountable for your own actions. You will always have your own tiny happinesses, whether that's you coming home and your dog's tail wagging when he sees you or when you go out with a group of friends and you're all laughing and having fun or doing dumb things that are just fun, right? Or maybe you're just driving on the road to work and your favorite song turned on on the radio or you're sitting at home and you look outside the window and it's just, man, the sky looks real pretty tonight. You have to find your tiny happinesses because they build into making you happy. And at the very, very least, if you can't focus on anything, if you just are so terrible at everything that you can't do anything right, you're alive. Take pride in who you are, what you do, because you are breathing. And that's something that what can be taken away from you at a blink in the blink of an eye something could happen you can have just random organ failure you know you're just chilling one day and oh look at that my lung collapsed and now you're dead you're driving to work some guy had a little too much to drink boom car crash you're fucking dead what are you gonna do you know what can you do to prevent that at the end of the day you can't you never know what's gonna happen you never know when anything is going to happen unless you put yourself in positions to fix it but you are breathing remember that 